0: Ask the Podcast Coach for July 2nd, 2016.
1: Let's get ready to podcast.
0: There it is. It's a holiday weekend here in the U.S. It is Saturday. And um, welcome to Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I am uh, Dave Jackson from ask the podcast coach from ask the podcast coach well yeah i am from here i'm also from the school of podcasting.com and uh joining me is always uh from uh lincoln nebraska is that what that's well
2: that was the marathon
0: it was in uh, lincoln
2: just down the road yeah, yeah this is right. a marathon a couple of years ago
0: from the average guy. TV, the one and only jim cullison how's it going buddy greetings happy saturday morning to you dave and this is the
2: obvious show where we just state the obvious and uh so Dave is from Ask the Podcast Coach.
0: It's <laughs> it. And uh, we'll be talking politics, abortion, your favorite sports stars yeah. and music later. That would be a great religion. Yeah. We're going to religion. A little, yeah. sprinkle
2: a little religion in there for you.
0: That would be uh That's not we f- do. that would be not fun Now, We answer your podcast questions and if you're uh, watching If you go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live, and we are not on Spreaker, we're not on Mixler today because, well, I just didn't feel like it to be completely honest. Um, at Lazy.
3: Yeah. Lazy
0: Dave. (laughs) Lazy Dave. Dave. Um, I have to fire. You were playing guitar. I was playing the guitar this morning. Yeah. If you were on Facebook, you saw me do a quick little Facebook live thing this morning. Been doing a little more of the Facebook live thing. It's always kind of interesting. And, um, it's always interesting should, Um, because like people show up halfway through your little, like you need like a good minute and a half of just,
2: you know, it does take a while for people to engage. French
0: toast recipe talk and then get into your meat and potatoes because everybody meets the, um, the fun stuff. Um, but that, so, um, but yeah, it's the, the weekend before podcast movement, which is, uh, exciting and, uh, the, um, Everybody's rolling out new stuff. I mean, every time you turn around, there's, there's, you know, I know. Lips. Uh, in fact, uh, today I played with it, and it works like a charm. Is uh, Libsyn has the whole audio to YouTube thing now. So last week's episode of Ask the Podcast Coach is now up as an audio file on YouTube. So that should be. Um, what are they using for the background? Uh, your
2: album art. Okay. So. And do they adjust it at all for the width or if you, cause you know, typically album art's square is it just.
0: Yeah. It's, it's square basically in square, square in the middle and then black on the, the, the make it uh, wide. Oh. So that should be, uh, can you
2: load, um, can you load your own album art in there? So in other words, if you wanted to get a widescreen photo, could you have it pick that up instead? Just, just for that so that it would.
0: Don't know. Haven't dug that deep into it. I don't know. Cause I know you can upload a thumbnail And this is where things get tricky because if you upload a thumbnail into Libsyn, iTunes is using that thumbnail as the image, and they're looking for 1,400 by 1,400. And I don't know what happens if you go out of the – it's one of those like, well, it might make iTunes confused, and uh, so that could be um, a little – yeah, you
2: know, in my album art, I've got a one hundred and twenty-five, a three hundred, a six hundred, a fourteen hundred, a three thousand. Right, because you, you had to grow these as as iTunes went along. They kept asking for larger and larger art. Then I've also created a special version that's widescreen sixteen nine, so that it fits in any HD kind of setup. And so um, it, it is nice to have those different options available to you. If you are getting new artwork done, you might want to think about all those different sizes. For the artist who's making it, if you have somebody making it for you, no issues on producing that same art in those various sizes. It's literally a couple clicks inside whatever you're using to get it done. So make sure you ask for it. And the other thing I would ask for uh, when it comes to art is that little favicon mm-hmm. that you get you know, for your, for your website. You can load that up, uh, especially easy in, in WordPress to get that done. But that little tiny piece of art that shows up in the address bar when people come to your site, Not imperative, but not kind of one of those nice things to have. It's
0: icing on the cake.
2: Yeah, have your artist make one of those for you, too. Not hard to do. Just shrink it down. If you try to do that yourself, oftentimes you have too many pixels in the art that you currently have if you try to bring it down. And so you kind of need, you're going to need a little help to get it pulled down. But that's one of those things to think about. And that favicon is 10 by 10. Is that the, is that, do you remember the pixel size on that thing? (sighs) Yeah, I just remember it's tiny. Yeah. Yeah, it's super small. Um, 16, Daniel says 16 by 16. So something to think about when you're doing artwork, Uh, hopefully you're, you're employing an artist to do that unless you're one of those and that's okay. But many of us podcasters, we're,
3: we're
0: not great artists. No,
2: stop trying to do your own artwork. Just stop doing it. Pay somebody. It'll be worth it.
0: Yeah. I, uh, for my, because of my podcast, uh, podcast, I had made my own album artwork using Canva and it was perfectly fine. It was okay. It had a typical microphone on it and, you know, it was okay. And I went over to podcastdesigns.com and said, Hey, can you, here's what I'm thinking. I, I want to show the the possibilities, you know, like a door or something like that. And they came back with something that was like, this is why I spend 60 bucks. It was just a little more wow factor. And it just, you have that, that eye that it's like a photographer, you know, they, they're thinking about the background and the contrast and the lighting. They just see that naturally. And because they do it all the time, you know, so it's, it's, yeah. well, I had my artist he not only thought
2: about the individual shows, but what they could do together. And then what would, what, what kind of color scheme would, would look good if you put them all together. Yeah. And that wasn't something I had necessarily specified, but he was just kind of thinking ahead for me. And then he also said, hey, and if you had to do other shows, we could do this and we could do this and we could do that. And so that was very, very helpful to have that, um, you know, kind of have that advice. Dave, I like your idea. Get on Canva first. Mock it up. That's a mock up. Don't use it. It's a mock up. Give that to the artist and say, here's kind of what I'm thinking. And maybe even have them listen to something so they get kind of a feel for what you're doing. But when you said 60 bucks, man, it is it's so worth that's the probably the best money If you spend money on anything, if you're going to go cheap and you can spend money on one thing, I think that that album art's key.
0: Well, and I I went to and I said, hey, I want this. And then I said, I need a banner for the top of my website. And I gave her I kind of went over and guessed some dimensions. I think in um, Appendipity, they actually said, if you're making a banner, here's the dimensions. I said, can you take that artwork and make it into a banner? And so she gave me something. And then I kind of expanded on that a bit. And uh, yeah. Done website done in ten minutes at that point, once you get your graphics and then you make the the kind of the, the background colors and everything else tie in with your graphic you 're done so and then there 's probably
2: some other areas to think about where you 're going to put your art right Facebook is going to be one of those things mm-hmm. where if you 're going to create a Facebook page or a Facebook group, those have different dimensions by the way, you can get all these com- you can get all these dimensions on canva right they have mm-hmm. all these preset um, sizes already laid out for social media so if you 're ever wondering like hey. What's the right size to create for the Facebook banner or for the Facebook header or for Twitter? All that stuff's on Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot com. Just check it out there. You can get the sizes. You can also mess around with the art while you're there. Um, a good way to do it. But Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and, you know, all those have a little bit of different posting sizes. So that's maybe something you want to take in mind with your art as you're posting it. And I think like on Twitter, Dave, I think it's important if you when you post your show, you post some kind of visual um, logo with it because that that people will associate. Oh, that's the show, and they'll click on it if that's what they're they're wanting to do. So don't just throw those out on Twitter with no art. Make sure your album art is making its way to Twitter.
0: Yeah, and there are, there are a lot of tools now that will help you make artwork if you don't have something to. <clears throat> then a lot of times they have, you know, your typical kind of background of waves or something like that. But usually you can find something just to yeah. throw it together. Yeah. Well, and, and today,
2: simple is better than complicated when it comes to art. Oh, man. It's just, it's just the mode we're in. We're in flat, simple design. And so don't overcomplicate it. Have you seen that, that artwork that's just got so much crap in it? You're like, uh, it's hurting my eyes. Yeah. So you're lucky. I mean, we're lucky we're in a, we're in an era. It won't last forever, but we're in an era where artwork is getting uh, fairly sparse. Now, just because it's plain doesn't mean it's simpler, right? It's hard to create, to take, to take a lot and narrow it down to a little is actually really, really hard. Yep. So it's, it doesn't make it any easier, but there's less art to to, to worry about from that
0: standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we should just tell people if you just joined us, we are at uh, askthepodcastcoach.com dot com slash live, and that little button down there that says I open seat. Open seat, yes. Click on that, and uh, you can come on down and get your questions answered uh, live. And um, right after we talk with uh, James here, um,
1: maybe maybe not. There he is. How's it going, James? Hey, how are you doing, Dave? How are you doing, Jim? I have a question. Um, uh, about the uh, new features coming up in the uh, uh, lips and um uh, online um, little program there mm-hmm. <laughs> when you upload your files right it now has a function where you can take out your show notes from your um m p three am i correct mm-hmm. now it picks that up from where because uh, i 'm using something called i d three editor. And usually I put my show notes in my comment. Now, should I put that in the lyrics section of this? Uh, no,
0: put them, put them in
1: comments. And put them then, in comments. Yeah, it'll it'll do
0: both. It'll either A, it'll populate the episode based on your ID3 tags, or you can do the opposite. You can put all your notes in, upload a thumbnail onto Libsyn, and then when you save it, it will actually add that information into your MP3. So it'll either, either pull them from the MP3 and make the episode, or it'll take the episode and post them into your ID three tags. But yeah, put them in the uh, comment tag.
1: And okay. The, uh because I, I remember watching the uh, online seminar and they and I was kind of this is the reason why I asked. Um I noticed that the I forgot the the lady's name. Uh, uh, Crystal lady there, Crystal. She put her show notes in the lyrics section of the um MP three, and I was it's, like, it's kind of jumped
0: on my head. Yeah, it's one of those things where you can kind of try it because different as is one of the problems with ID three tags, different programs use different, they're not a hundred percent universal. Um, but from what I've been seeing, at least most people are using comments and not having a problem with that. It may work okay. with um, lyrics, but I, I, I think most people are using comments.
1: Oh, maybe I should um, do a test and try both and see where it pulls out. Yeah. yeah. Cause where, it right? may be that both right work. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, all right. Thanks a lot. And, um, Zaijin from Taiwan. Bye bye now. Thanks, awesome. James. Have a good bye-bye one. Bye bye now. Ciao, ciao. Zaijin. He
2: Maybe. didn't know it, but I'm a James Thomas too. That's my, it's, he was James uh, there Thomas. You go. I'm a James Thomas as well. Dave, I never thought, this is weird. I've done this for a long time. Never thought to put my show notes in the comments section of the of ID3.
0: I believe the only thing that makes me worried about that is, and I bet Jason Bryant can comment on that. I think there's a limit. To what you can put Science in the learning. comment, yeah, and and how that pulls it out. I know. I think Jason was putting HTML in there, so mm-hmm. that when it pulled it into Libsyn, it would put the boldness and all that other. Hoo ha stuff. So I know, I know, there's a limit. I'm not sure what it is. So
2: does that show up? Where does that show up for most pod catchers? Because I know they're they're pulling off RSS right, and in, in most cases, and not ID three. So right. So what, what do we? What would would it be like? Uh, like the Windows Media Player or something that that, that reads the ID three? What is reading ID three at this point?
0: Uh, only if you download it, basically. So it's a case where the idea is, what will happen in theory is you could. Um, you put in all your, your notes and stuff in your MP3 file. If you wanted to, you could actually upload it to FT, via FTP to a folder that will make an episode, pull the ID3 tags out, put the episode and publish it. And then, gotcha. if, you, and then if you have WordPress on publish, it would actually publish it to your WordPress site. So that's gotcha. where when, uh, when Rob talks about doing a, um, a podcast all from Boss Yacht, that's you can actually do it that way.
2: So preload your ID3, push it up. It's going gonna, it's gonna to pull those various components out, make your post for you based on what's in the tags, and then publish it for you. Yeah, it's pretty slick. Okay. All right. And yeah, it, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, you know, I, I make sure, you know, title and artist and album, you know, year track genre comments and the comments, I just put the copyright. I don't that, And it yeah. doesn't mean anything. Right. Yeah. But that's where I've made up my own copyright statement. And then, um, yeah. And that's kind of all, those are the, all the ones i filled on ID three and I just don't get that many.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know, all I do in my ID three tags I, and I do the ones you just said, the author, the title, the, the course album art, album work. And then I put in the comments, I put, you know, com slash 133 or whatever the, the site is because I almost assume that nobody's seeing those at this point because if somebody you know, sees it they're going to see the album art I doubt that they're going right click properties let me see the details it huh. <laughs> might be smart to have your
2: website in there yeah yeah so I was but trying if to you're gonna, if you're going to go minimal on this thing might be smart to get because as I look at this I'm like there's not a single reference to my website in, in, any, in this file anywhere. And if that file gets separated from the rest of the, the, rest of the family, is there a way for someone to get back? And, again, those, I think those numbers are, like, super tiny, if at all. But you, cause it, who downloads that file? Who, who downloads an MP3 anymore to listen, yeah, the, to build their own
0: playlist? I, I just I can't think only, that would be very. Yeah, the only time I'm doing that is because I'm troubleshooting your file. Right, and that's not the average listener. He says he does, but I,
2: I think for the average person listening to podcasts, I don't think they even know what they're doing when they're listening. I mean, they're just clicking play. Yeah, I think a lot. That's of... That's all they want to do. Yeah, that's they do. so maybe we're a different group in the sense. Uh, I, I just don't. I don't think I could be wrong. Um, that, and I don't mean. I don't mean downloading the MP3 file. F- through a podcatcher. That's not what I mean. I,
0: I You mean I downloading I mean. it to the desktop? I
2: mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, I want to see the MP3 in this folder. Like, not somebody doing it for you, but you actually downloading it and putting it in a file that you're going to double-click on it and hit play. That's what I mean. So I, I just, I, I, I would think that usage right now for most people is pretty small.
0: Yeah, the, the thing I started to talk about and I, I don't want to do this based on a Blueberry thing, because I don't want to sound like I'm bashing Blueberry. But I was listening to, um, and I can't wait to meet her. Um, I was listening to the Blueberry podcast and Mackenzie. Seems like a really nice person. And it's not even a Mackenzie thing. And it's she's a friend of mine. Ray Palmero is the kind of streaming goddess of, of internet radio. And what was interesting, and, I, and it's one of the things where I think if Todd heard this episode, his head would explode. Because they said that here's why streaming radio was better. It has better analytics. And I'm like, and that we don't know who's listening or how many. And I'm like, yes, we do. And then they said, um, in a yes, podcasting has an on demand aspect to it, but some people want to click on it and just sit back and let other people program what's on it. And I'm like, not in my neck of the words, they don't. Because to me, find a 12-year and go, hey, click on that button and somebody else is going to pick what you listen to. They're going to go, uh, excuse me? They said it It has an HTML5 player. Okay, we've had that for quite some time. Um, but everything on there was kind of like, I don't get it. But here's the thought that I thought was interesting is they... Uh, you know, we we've talked about this. How podcasters a lot of times are doing this as a hobby, and not the most um, they're, they're not real free with their money at times. And this service is cheaper than when Live Three Sixty Five did it. Because remember, I think it was eighty bucks when Live Three Sixty Five. This is through some service called Stream Guys, and they've got it down to thirty nine bucks. And I'm like, wait a minute, your media host is fifteen or twenty, and this is still going to be double that and they're trying to paint it that there's all these thousands and millions of people that listen on streaming stations. And I'm just, so I actually went over and pulled up my streaming station to look at the stats. That's right. I can share my screen. Uh, Where did blab go? And just, just to show you. Okay. So this is um, my little streaming station. Blow that up a smidge. Just make those bigger go up to the hamburger menu and the, change the percentage oh I can do how's that better perfect right there okay so perfect. if I if I go to report and this is using a service called abovecast and if you want to sign up I have an affiliate link ask the podcastcoach.com slash abovecast and you can see here that I am I had 75 listeners in the last 14 days really here hold on let's go 30 days. Yeah. Okay. 161 listeners in 30 days. uh, But they average 4.7 minutes. And so that's more than I thought. Okay.
2: Um, So does that mean in your show, every four minutes you should be saying, and make sure you check us out. (laughs) That's what I, uh,
0: that's what I used to do is, is I have, like I was listening this morning and I have a clip from Glenn, the geek, and I made it five minutes like everything on here now is five minutes long it's all and then for more information go to school of slash blah blah blah
2: that's that's what those analytics are good for by the yeah. way. yeah
0: and so that's what i basically did i'm surprised i had that many people because i was getting ready to say see i had 13 people listening um and then you can see from countries um i have apparently i'm I'm huge. I'm huge. you big. You're huge in Nicaragua. Yeah, in Nigeria. I have 14 people listening. That's in Nicaragua. Yeah. Um, that would have been even cooler. Yeah. So it's, uh, and then is it this one? Yeah, this one. You can see, at I have peak listeners of three. At one point, I had three people listening at the same time. Good thing they
2: had beefy servers to handle that.
0: That's it. So it's, uh, you know, it's interesting. But 100... It's a pretty good number. Yeah, I, I mean, was really not expecting that.
2: <laughs> um, and here's be, how the, you know there's some. It could be bots, but
0: yeah, it's true too. But here's what people are listening through: Winamp. I doubt it. Uh, Apple iTunes, um, et, cetera, et cetera, But do do bots mimic
2: players? In other words, could a, be what,
0: that know, is the, wait, that's wait, always I, the question, isn't it? It's like, are these people or are they bots? You know, because it's saying here.
2: Maybe they're people bots
0: because here it's saying I had 161 listeners and 228 sessions, which means people are coming back more than once, which would be great, but it's kind of like, okay. So, um, my point on that, how do I stop? There we go. Kick myself out. Um, if you're interested in that again, it's ask the podcast coach and, and what I'm going to do now, um, is they did a great job of, and this is where I go back to, you're going to pay for things. I'm over here. I just typed ask. (laughs) Hold on. This is proving that Dave can't multitask. Um, Because I typed ask the above cast. And I'm like, that is not, uh, that's not it. Ask trying pod- to say something and talk type at the same yeah, time. Doesn't not, always work. And chew gum. Uh, yeah. So ask the coach.com/ slash abovecast. But I was listening to them say, hey, we have this partner and this partner and this partner and like tune in and things like that. And so you could take, it's just like an RSS feed. You get a, a streaming link and then you can go over and submit those to all these directories. And it's something I did a while ago. Uh, that it's like a podcast. It's one thing to make it. Now, here's the cool thing that Blueberry and this service does. They take your last three episodes and throw them up there. It's always three episodes and you don't have to do a thing. And I went, okay, that's kind of cool. Because with my system, you have to manually upload and manually delete. And I have a huge amount of space. I could put tons of episodes in there. Um, but I thought that was kind of interesting. They take your last three episodes and throw them into this service. So I was like, mm, "Okay. So it'll be interesting. I I am that was surprising. I I was did not expect that many listeners on that. So um who knows. Oh, that was the other thing they said. They said uh and with streaming people you can be in cars. And I'm like, yeah, I've kind of been there, done that already. So but that's but what They're right. They are right right on all those things. It's right. just coming at it from a different
2: angle. Yeah. Hey, I think we got to be careful with it. There are some valid, like, we, we come at it from a very technical, you know, pod catcher, download right. it, you know, all these options. And I think we are going to see an, a continued movement towards more streaming. And I, I I don't think they're wrong in this case. I think they're early. And so it's just, it's got some time. Yeah. It needs some time to grow and mature. And, and by the way, we all, I mean, if, if everything goes streaming, it's the same battle as it is for downloads and get people to, you know, to get people to subscribe. So it, no matter how you slice it, it's still hustle.
0: Yeah. Uh, Steven asked, what was my last point? Cause it cut out on him. Uh, they were saying, hey, we're also in the car. And I was like, so is podcasting. So it was kind of a, it was just interesting. And, it was just, like I say, it was one of those things where, oh, they also say there is an easy way to kind con- to get seen on Android. Mike, again, we're slowly getting there. Um, 24-7 streaming. And in, in reality, you can kind of, oh, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. 24-7 streaming, killer analytics, geotargeting, got it, total listening time. Now, we don't have that. Uh, platform stats, um, you do on Libsyn now. Um Number of listeners, which both Libsyn and Blueberry provide, and then a stats dashboard. Um, so it was, uh, I just thought it was interesting that they were kind of quoting all these things like, look what we have. And I was kind of like, we have those already. But the 24 7 thing, what I have on, um, I've been playing with is I now, because we're a Netflix society and people talk about binge listening, is if you go to, because of my podcast.com slash binge. It's a playlist that you can make with PowerPress. In my case, I use the Libsyn player. That is the only one I have that's auto start because it says binge. And I'm assuming that if you're clicking on something named binge, you want it to start and uh, it'll automatically start and it'll play. I have it set up to play every episode I have because they're all like five minutes long. And so that would be, they talk about a a laid back experience. You want to click and just lay back and let it go. Well, you can do that with a uh, with a player. And you can do that with uh, PowerPress. You can do that with all the different players, CoolCast, SmartCast, everywhere, a Cast, cast player. And uh, the cool thing with uh, Libsyn, that just as we're talking new features, Libsyn now has the ability to make a player based on a category. And that's something I know in the future I'm going to be playing with because I have people that will email me and say, I'm trying to grow my audience. And so I go over and find the episode where I talk about, you know, know who your audience is, go where they are, make friends, tell them about your podcast. And then, you know, if somebody wants to know how to get a sponsor, I have to go, here's Glenn the Geek, here's this one, here's that one. Well, I could actually categorize those in Libsyn and then make a player and put that player on a page and just go, if you're interested in this, click here on this page, boom, listen to all these episodes. So that would be uh, kind of cool. So I'm, I'm. that's one of the things I'm really, I, I'm not sure how we're going to do this. This is the first time I'm going where I'm actually working the event, the podcast movement, because I'll be at the Libson booth. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I'd like to meet Dave someday. If you're gonna be at podcast movement, please, please come by and say hi. Uh that'll be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun because it's gonna be me, Elsie, Crystal, and Rob. And hijinks will ensue, I'm I'm sure. That's a good combo.
1: Yeah.
2: And um I'd like to be hanging out at that booth.
0: Yeah. And uh I haven't worked a booth since I was schlocking copy machines and it's a ton of fun. It's what well, the fun part is is just saying the same thing for 8 hours
2: straight over and over. I don't over. think you will though. I don't think you will. No, I think well, people know you and they're going to come and they know Rob and, and Elsie and they, they know those guys, right? So, but they're going to come and it's just going to be conversations. You're not selling stuff. They'll have questions about Lipson. This isn't like a your copy days conferences or even what I do where yeah. right, you know you get people and we're trying to get them to uh, fill out an app job application where you're saying the same things. You're going to have great conversations. The value for you, Dave, you don't have to go anywhere. People will find you super easy. That
0: is the one yeah. thing I'm looking forward to. Cause it used to be you're try to find me. me Cause I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Now it's like, guess what? I'm going to be right there. I'm at the
2: Lipson boost. I'm sure Rob was thinking of that when he hired you, um, that, Hey, this is going to be, I mean, you're, there's a lot of people that are going to want to connect with you at the conference. And, just show up at the Lipson booth. That can't, that's not a bad thing all the way around. So I think you're, you're set up, um, you're set up for success for the conference. It's, you're going to get mobbed. It'll be great.
0: It is. I am looking forward to it. Um, I I do have that occasional kind of odd conversation at Libsyn where I'll answer somebody's question and they will email me back and go, and they always put it in capital letters. Is this the Dave Jackson? And I'm like, okay, I still don't know what that means. Um, but uh yeah, it's me. But and then they start to have a conversation. I'm like, I'd be more than happy to continue this conversation, just not in the middle of a lips and ticket. because um, they kinda want me to stay and, you know, right. fix your problem and you're fixed now and thanks and I would love yeah. to continue this place else.
2: Well, that's, that's, that's the weird world you live in where you were a podcast consultant for so many years, podcast coach, and then you've made your way into the industry. And uh, it's a sweet spot to be. I mean, you've, you've got the job of a lifetime in this. It's gotta be pretty cool, right?
0: I I had a, I had a thing this week, um, getting somewhat philosophical here where have you ever had just like a really good day? And I woke up had a great day at work um we were rolling out the the new features at Libsyn. they were going smooth and i was kind of like trying to hold down the fort while they were making sure everything all the the ducks were in a row and things like that so i felt really productive and um then i had i got uh, done at 5:30. My first consulting was at six o'clock, and we just had a blast on this consulting call, helping them. And it just was a great. I was just super like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, I can't wait to try this. And I was like, cool. I just felt super helpful. Then I, I stopped at the end of that and just said, you know what? I need to acknowledge that I'm having a really good day today, and the fact that you know, because there are going to be those days when things are just not going that great. And, um, so it was fun. And then like, I, I went outside, did a quick Facebook live and then had to jump back on and do another consulting call. It was, uh, so by the end of the day, it was like that. And, and people are like, do you ever get tired of talking about podcasting? And I'm like, no, apparently not. Cause from, uh, you know, eight thirty in the morning to about 11 o'clock at night, you know, I, I paused a little bit to eat there, but, uh, it was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. It, it's when you're, they call that flow, right? When you're in the flow yeah. and, and everything's just coming easy and it's working great. Uh, usually for me, that's followed by another problem that brings me crashing back down to earth pretty quickly when, when I'm having a day like that. But it 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 is great when you get all those things are clicking and you, you're like, man, this is awesome. And I want to there's times I want to just sit back for a second. And you should, by the way, just sit back for a second and just take a deep breath and just let that overwhelming because I think there's endorphins <laughs> flowing mm-hmm. through your body at that point. Just let that play out. Enjoy. Be in the moment. Exactly. Flow happen because it doesn't happen very often. It doesn't happen that often for a lot of us. So it's uh, if you get in those situations, and I I, I had one this week too, Dave, where I've been working on a project for two years, and I finally got approval on it, and I was like, yes, you know. And I came out of the meeting, and I was, you could tell, I was pretty excited. And but I just just like let's just live in that moment for a second, and and let. And you have those moments in podcasting too, where you know, whatever it is, you, you break a hundred or you break a thousand or you, you, what you get that first email or you get that first, yep. uh, call in kind of thing. And you're like, yeah, I'm making a difference. Right. That live in that moment for
0: a second. Yeah, definitely. Uh, cause it's, it's one of those things that we're always, you know, kind of worried about the next thing. My, my, uh, and it, and worry about it,
2: move on, yeah, but live in the moment. I had a, uh, I set up my I finally got my Patreon account set up this week I have been way behind the rest of the podcasting curve of people setting them up and I wanted to support another podcaster and so I jumped into my Patreon account I'm like oh I still have not launched this thing or turned it live you know yeah. I I'd set up because you have both your creator account and a supporter account right on. Patreon. So I'm like, I was, I was, Dave, I was literally 20 seconds from launching this thing. I mean, it it didn't take (laughs) long to get it done. So I set one amount of five bucks and I I just set it up so I could talk about it, right? I don't really anticipate anybody, nor am I going to necessarily pip it that much. Within 30 minutes, I had a supporter and I was like, whoa, I, you know, I hadn't even, I hadn't advertised and I talked about it, but somebody else who follows me on Patreon had seen it, had post, boom, and they made a, they made a pledge. So you know, I haven't quit my day job, so it's, it's not like that. But it was kind of fun to have that connection uh, on Patreon. I sent a note, a thank you note back on because you can send it directly to the person right there on Patreon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know what? I think maybe I've underestimated the, that community a little bit and the power of the investing. So now that I'm investing in a couple podcasts, three, I invest in three, this one and two others, and I, I pay more attention to them. And I think there might be something when we think about audience engagement, even if it's $1, I think there may be something to audience retention if they're the ones supporting you for that $1, right? It, that $1 dollar won't get you anything, right? Even a bunch of those lined up don't get you very much. But I think it changes the equation to the listener in the engagement of your program when they're... When some financial something financial is coming out of them, you know we've talked about the value of doing things for free and how bad an idea that is in a lot of cases because they ascribe the value in which they paid for it to that service. And I think your podcast could be very similar. And I set up a, a five dollar plan just because I wanted to set up one plan. I should probably go back and set up a one dollar plan as well. Just allow people to engage financially to get that buy in, and I think that's important. It changes it a little bit even when it's just a little bit financially.
0: Yeah. To me, it's a way of, as a listener, sticking your flag in, you know, just going, I am officially supporting you and I'm here to, you know, I'm just letting you know I'm behind the scenes, I'm clapping, I'm saying attaboy, whatever it is. Uh, And uh, I've seen a couple podcasts that have a $1 donation and um, you know, they end up with a, you know, a fair amount of people. You're like, wow. Okay. You know, it's, it's a bummer that, you know, patreon takes most of that yeah yeah you end up with like a, a nickel and and you know a pat on the back but it's like it's what five like percent that patreon takes and then there's a percentage yeah they, they basically by the time you're done you're you're sniffing 10 percent. i think is how that works because yeah. there's yeah. there's x amount per paypal and then if it's the second moon on a tuesday there's a yeah it's it's complicated but yeah you never know i have a um George Robb does the uh, Geologic podcast and he's a uh, musician and he's got a, I think, a book. And his audience had kind of like bought his music and they bought his book. And he started a, uh, uh, just a donation thing where you can monthly, you know, become a, I think you can be a geolog. Oh, he's got some sort of fun name for it. And it was basically Patreon before there was Patreon. And, uh, basically, once he announced that, they were like, oh, finally, finally, we can support you for this because we've already bought your music and bought your book. We're looking for other ways to do it. And he just had no clue that his audience was looking for a way to uh, to give him a, a clue or help him out a little bit and things like that. So uh, you never know. And if, if no. you, you put it out there, you might might get some people. But uh, speaking of people, uh, if you have a question, uh, feel free to uh, click on the call in button we're out at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live we'll answer any question that you might have don't get uh, don't get shy at this point and uh, Jim you had another point yeah
2: I did a little shout out to the guys over at Ringer uh, actually just a few minutes ago they were pinging me on Twitter we were kind of going back and forth I told them uh, Ringer. Uh, we, we mention the Ringer service here on Ask the Podcast Coach from time and I don't know who's behind the Twitter whether that's Tim, Chris, Dan or Chad the guys over at Ringer but if you're listening Jo- uh, join us! Uh, you know we talk about podcasting all the time here. at dot Of course, Ringer one of those services, right? That helps get
0: the interview yeah. recorded. I need to sign up for their affiliate program. I know they finally launched one, and I was like, oh yeah, I need to because I, I promote it all the time. That and ZenCaster and all the other fun filled, so
2: sharp looking site. You yeah. know, if you go out there, they've uh, very very well done. They have a free basic plan uh, uh, that's available and a and a nineteen dollar plan as well. So. You can get the paid version, or uh, you can uh,
0: try it out for free. It's time for our weekly Rob Kearns call. I'd like to yeah. see hey, what's going morning, on. Here.
4: Hey, Rob, how are you? Doing good. How are you all doing today? Good. Hey. How are you, my friend? Hey, great. I just wanted to talk uh, and ask about soundproofing. Okay. Um, as you can see from looking behind me here, this is my lovely man cave with the, uh, got all kinds of great stuff up here. Mm-hmm. Opus dolls from years gone past of Bloom County and all kinds of great stuff, but it does not make for a great conducive environment for, you know, having a great sound environment, that quiet area. And this morning I was asked to record something for someone, and they really wanted to make sure there was no background noise, a pure environment of quiet. So I ended up using this right here. There you go, my friend draped over my head going over to my computer monitor (laughs) so I could get the most quiet environment. I could think it of,
0: works. And, uh, it's, it works. It's hot as bejesus, but yeah, it's it's it works. Um, I've also seen Steve Stewart will uh, put. Oh. Um, wow, does anybody else oh, get in that?
2: On. Rob, you don't have earbuds in, do you? No, I do not. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Your your volume just expanded as it was trying to find you. I don't know what changed. That, that's okay. But, gotcha.
0: they, but Steve put like pillows in front of his monitor and a couple other things to just help absorb it um that's something i know because i'm using this little box it's compressing me too much and i'm a little more echoey than i like but the other thing i was watching daniel j lewis yesterday did a thing because um podcaster society is now open and he was doing like this four hour podcast-a-thon thing and he said oh i have hiss and the entire chat room almost unanimously all said i don't hear it so i would be tempted to because I, I know I think I sound, you know, if I can get some reverb going, which I can apparently, but I've, I sound like I'm in the bathroom. And then I listen to other people's podcasts and I sound fine. So I would, mm. I would be.
2: Rob, uh, you, you've got the 2100 there in it. Unless you've, got, unless you've got noise fairly close. Yeah. You don't like when we hear you right now, you'd have been fine. I think you'd have been a fine recording just as you are right now. Gotcha you know, it, it's you're the even though the room is big and, and there's a lot of volume behind you, you know in other words there's a lot of space and a lot of hard surfaces behind you. The 2100 is really good at just wiping that out. And so you don't get that really roomy you know you got to get up on these things. Of course if you you, know, you push it away you get that you get that right. sound right but mm. on a 2100 if you're right up on it, it does such a nice job of canceling all that all that roomy boomy, Noise and stuff. I don't think you need to worry about it. It would be interesting for you to do a quick recording now after we're done here. Do a quick recording of what you just did and then compare the two files that you made between the, the fort, the, the, the pillow fort and, uh, the, and then, you know, what you're doing without it. I don't think you're going to see too much of a difference between the two. There are folks in some big boomy rooms when you're in an open room and, you know, you can kind of hear the emptiness of the room, but the 2100 does a nice job of canceling that out. So I try that. And measure those too, because in the future if you're going to do that kind of work you may not need to go through all the trouble of getting in a fort to get it done
4: yeah just to be on the safe side I ran it through all because I've heard you talk about that before Dave just to be on the safe side that was my first time ever really messing with that but I figured uh, better safe than sorry um, yeah. is there a tool on audacity that kind of uh, takes away any kind of noise that may be out there Uh, I was just wondering if that might be if there's a tool there is
2: but not your kind of noise rob I mean you have you have really clean sound behind you I wouldn't wouldn't worry I mean if you were getting echo nest echoey you could also build a box for your mic so Mm -hmm. get a get a milk crate cut out a little hole in the back put those put that foam on all sides and then slide it over your microphone so it covers the microphone and then speak into the box. And that'll actually deaden any of that room, roominess, boominess kind of thing. It'll it'll pull those sounds in. But, Rob, I, I think you're trying to solve a problem that doesn't necessarily exist for you in this scenario. I, I, I think you sound great. I mean, at least yeah. in the lab. You
0: that was me. Like I was great. like, I don't hear anything. Yeah. I wouldn't Gosh, worry well, about well, it. I'd record
4: processing Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's well, the,
4: hey, thanks a lot, guys. I do appreciate it. And uh, sorry I missed last week's show. I was down the shore.
0: Oh, that's all right, my no, friend. Just, you got to take a week off. And, yeah, it's and it's before you leave, I, we, I, we have to ask the question, based on your T-shirt, favorite Night Ranger song?
4: Uh, probably Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See, I would go with uh, um, Still Rockin' America. I like that one, just because it has the Jeff Watson eight-finger thing in the middle of it. So
4: yeah, just I sort of really like uh, I'm not a big fan of the power ballads, but that, as far as Night oh, Ranger goes, that was always the one song for me. Excellent, that really just uh, had it all for me.
0: There you go. I just had to ask, man. I'm a I'm a huge gotcha. 80s well, rock. You know,
4: uh, at livingthevetlife.com dot com, you know, if you're a veteran and want to know about getting your benefits or uh, a ways to uh, get more of your benefits, uh, hopefully you can stop by our podcast and uh, give a listen.
0: Excellent. We have uh, Felix coming on in. Come on down.
4: Uh, Emily
2: says she's got a Sister Christian in her head. And that's Sister what I thought Christian of too. <laughs> like,
0: motorin', what's your fight for? Okay, maybe um. Oh. In that was obnoxious. Yes. <laughs> Uh-oh. Mo- uh oh. Mo motorin', what, what's your for flying? Oh, uh, it's a good thing I'm, I'm
2: going to my high school reunion TV, These are all the songs. Okay. Yeah, we have an '80s band. By the way, for our um,
0: you'll the be
3: reunions. all right
0: tonight. Okay, uh, where'd our caller go?
2: He was. Yeah, um, I, I think you're singing. Might <laughs> that was it? He went. I'm. I'm done. I'll see you. Bye. What the hell is going on on this well,
0: podcast? I I've learned that as, at a young age. If you want to clear a room, become the guy with the guitar that just starts playing for no apparent he reason. Starts singing off key. He's I'm coming back in. Uh, Felix. Right. Felix. Thanks for. Thanks for saving, for saving us. Surviving that moment. Yes.
2: Yeah, no, I was making his way in here. We do have an while well, he's trying to make his way in. We have an 80th band lined up for uh, for our reunion, so there will be. I'm sure there will be some some uh, quiet riot and twisted sister. Oh, and, dude,
0: you're singing my song
2: now. probably a little foreigner, a little, a little Bon trendy, Jovi, some you know, some of that. I'm sure that'll a little Rick Springfield.
0: Wanted, <laughs> <laughs> wanted. In, want in. Oh yeah, you got to do that Dead or. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Keep guitar away.
2: <laughs> well, Felix, it doesn't look like you're going to make yeah, it. try. You, uh, tr- uh, what, what are refreshing your sure screen. You Skype, refresh your browser, yeah. all those things.
0: Or but, when all those fails. And it's a bummer because we do like our questions live. Um, I know. Or, yeah, just throw the question in, in, in the chat. Yeah, that was it. I was singing the wrong song. Um, some ACDC. Ooh, some oh, AC/DC. there we go. Oh, yeah, you got to get a little thunder. Now, the, the, you know, the, here's the question. Bon Scott or Brian Johnson? See, that's a toughie. See, I'm a Big Bon Scott fan. Now, I like, yeah. you know, to me, that's one of my favorite albums of all time is uh, Let There Be Rock by ECDC. You know, I mean, you got Dog Eat Dog, Let There Be Rock, a whole lot of Rosies on that album. Um, yeah. Anyway. We do actually talk about podcasting on this show. <laughs> uh, Van, Van Halen's another,
2: another. Oh. I saw Van Halen on their 84 tour when I, I was in high school. That was my my
0: junior year. I saw, Ma, I saw Ma on almost every tour. My favorite was for the Fair Warning tour. I was on the 18th row mm. um, and I still brought binoculars. So mm. I could like see the zits on Eddie's face. It was like. <laughs> they mm. put on a good show. Yeah, I'm they did.
2: ACDC puts on a good show too. They are worth seeing. Even today, they're worth seeing live if you can.
0: My my wow. very first concert, nineteen seventy eight, Ted Nugent, Aerosmith, um who else? Oh, Thin Lizzy, and then uh a new band called Journey, who had a, a hit single called Wheel in the Sky, and AC D C and at the very end they tacked on a band that nobody had ever heard of from Germany called the Scorpions. And uh I just remember watching A C D C and going Because when in his prime Angus Young was oh, just God. insane. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. I think my
2: first one was I saw the Tubes. Remember them? This yeah, was in yeah. the nineteen eighty. Talk to you later. Yeah, yeah. One hit wonder for sure. Yeah. But we oh. we after a after a soccer we had a San Jose Earthquakes where our soccer team. Uh, I th- these are all before the FIFA days or whatever. But and um, and so the concert was after the we you see a soccer game. Go to a concert and it was pretty cool. Was cool. I was like twelve.
0: Yeah. The uh, what people don't realize is the Tubes started out as a punk band. They had a white punks on dope. where white punks on dope. Mom and dad live in Hollywood. Anyway. Well, so did the police. Like, yeah, it's true. Before, yeah. Okay.
2: SP is trying yeah. to get us back. Can
0: either care. of you recommend a podcasting geared towards marketing your band?
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, while we're talking about gear, let me, let me bring this up. I showed it a little bit in the oh, post yeah. show. So I picked up this. What do I do with the box? I'm going to throw, throw it away. I'll show the box. So I picked up this. Uh, This is a Rode um, video mic me, right? And they're 60 bucks on Amazon. The goal is to get that on your iPhone like this. What it's supposed to do is increase the sound uh, coming off your microphone because you will get a lot of roomy sound if you try to record off your phone, right? And then this just kind of directs it towards the person. I haven't done any tests on it yet, but iPhone only at this point. Sorry, I know everybody asked me that question. Is it available on Android? But super easy. You know, here's the mechanics. Right, right there on the phone. It's got a little holder. This thing slides back and forth, so you can get it on and off your phone. That's all there is to it. About sixty five bucks on Amazon right now. Again, I haven't fully tested it out. It does come. One of the interesting things it comes with the hairy dog. So you can put the you can put the hairy dog on it and and get the, that looks a little weird, doesn't it? Just I'm a just little. gonna say it. Kind of looks a little weird, but it's okay. So you can um, get that on and off. There's um, a headphone jack on the back. These come off pretty easy. Headphone jack on the back uh, for that. And then I bought, I again, I mentioned it in pre-show, I bought a holder for it. This is a Mi Photo iPhone. This is a Mike Murphy um, recommendation, by the way. He recommended that to me. This is just your standard Gorilla tripod, whatever, you can get those anywhere. But this Mi Photo iPhone holder... uh that's metal, my friends, that right there. This isn't cheap plastic. It's 30 bucks and it's super solid and easy, really easy to get your phone in and out of. And so, or maybe this, maybe SP, this was SP's recommendation. I think, I think he's going to say it is. He's coming in
0: right now. Oh, awesome. Was and uh, Harry Dog, one of my other favorite uh, 80s bands as well. Yeah, because Steven has a uh, question coming here too. They're, hey, oh, was it him? Was this you? Or he's was, got the headset on to... in the car.
3: No, no, no. That way I have the Hawheel uh, view mirror.
2: Okay. Yeah. You had sent me a video from what you're on right now, right? Which is the rearview mirror mount for your yeah. phone.
3: It's called a Hawheel H-A-W-H-E-E-L.
0: <laughs> you're
3: not violating
0: any laws there, are you?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I...
0: <laughs> Can you move the mic a little closer to your mouth? Sure. There you go. There we, there we go. That's better.
3: There That's better. So I'm, w- I'm wondering if that microphone that you got for 65 bucks is going to be better than something like this for recording on an iPhone.
2: Yeah, I'm going to, uh, SP, I'm going to get a whole bunch of files here over the next week or two because I bought it to record my interns uh, some testimonial stuff. So I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll record some stuff and let you know. Certainly it looks better. Like I couldn't have my interns doing this on a video, right?
3: i don't know i th- actually this is a headset it's legal, you look like marv right? alberts it's, it's hand
2: you run a basketball game right you know so i didn't, no.
3: well I, I could i could be doing play by play uh traffic uh count on fourth of july right now which is bumper to bumper
2: just tap your chest this is sp coming in live from the yeah.
3: <laughs> there you go well i just had uh, to pop in and uh I'm, I'm interested in the compare and contrast and yeah. uh Listening to you guys in the car, obviously. So, thank you very much for the podcast, and I'll catch you guys later. Good stuff, man. I'll shoot you some samples when I got it.
0: Yeah. So, Stephen asked um, that microphone you were holding up. How is it around lights? He has the Rode Video Mic Go, and uh, with it, uh, it basically brings it a, a buzzing noise. Apparently, the other video mics don't have that problem, such as the Video Mic and Video Mic Pro. So, have you have you tested around lights yet?
2: I have not. No, I have not. I'll have to give that a be given that a whirl i've got lights here, and then we, we'll be having some lights in the studio when we do it so i'm hoping this next week to get i just got this in the mail so i'm hoping to to get some testing and we'll test it i'll do some samples with both the microphone and not the microphone. Lights is a good idea, so i'll take some shots with the lights we'll throw the fuzzy dog with the red row reggie throw the We'll throw the fuzzy dog on there to to see if that makes a difference. And I guess if I'm going to have the fuzzy dog, I need to have the, uh, I need to go in, I need to go outside to see what it's like under windy, uh, conditions. Under windy conditions. So we, interesting, you know, from a podcasting standpoint, just if you're going to be like, if you're going to be a podcast movement and you want to do, you know, my thought is if you want to do live interviews with them, put it on your tripod to start with, grab the iPod like this, just so you have a handheld, you know, one of the things this doesn't have is a, a way to eliminate shake. So that's the, that's the only real drawback to what I'm doing right now. But you could go around and do interviews where you hold it like this. And then if you do want to get in a situation where you want to join, them, just pop the, pop the tripod out, get it set. And you can attach it to just about anything, right? You've seen these videos wrapped around poles or whatever. And then, um, and then you can join in on the conversation if you want to do it that way and so a, a good way to capture some video audio and video when you're doing some conference stuff again I still got to test it all but we're this is what we're looking for
0: for the shot yeah I I think um Ari Answer man, um which I'm going to guess is real estate um says is there anything like that on the Android and I think Daniel said this might work on an Android depending and I on I have to it. try I got an Android phone I could give it a try yeah so we could
2: then uh, it does. It would double as a selfie stick. You could,
0: you could, you know, yeah, if it's a standard TRRS, then uh, Daniel says it should work. Good um, selfie, this thing. If you hold it out like that, so that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a couple of quick questions we can throw in here. Um, basically, somebody saying, "Anyone know how to generate?" This is from Nicholas Snap. Anyone know how to generate an episode MP3 URL if you host on SoundCloud? which is one of my biggest reasons when I point to people, here's why SoundCloud is not a real host. Well, I shouldn't say they're not a real host, but they're just not really geared towards podcasters. When I was using SoundCloud in my test, you have to put your RSS feed into Google Chrome, which can't display, doesn't know what to do with it. So it actually displays the code, then find your really long MP3 file name, copy and paste that into PowerPress or whatever you're using. There are some tools online. I think if you Google it, there are some tools where you basically, I think you you put in maybe your episode name or something like that, and it will spit out the MP3 file. It's just not very easy. I've always they're just not made to be used as a media host. They're, they want people. They want you to drive people to a SoundCloud com to uh, to see your stuff. They don't want you to put their stuff on somebody else's machine. and um, Not a great host. Not a That's great host. A of, not and, a great host. And then Kevin Sandler had asked, how do I discover how many subscribers, downloads my podcast has? Well, if you're using Libsyn or Blueberry, those will give you your download stats, but subscribers, the only people you're going to get that from, Google Play Music gives you that. Um, Stitcher kind of gives you that but there is no place to go in and say how many people are subscribed in in iTunes. Fred Dews asked, for those of you who do interview shows where uh, an episode is about some topic, do you include the name of the guest in the title of your episode? That is the title that gets syndicated out to iTunes and other players, the title that people can see on their devices. I used to, and then I stopped, and now I am reconsidering it on a case-by-case basis. I'm not sure, not sure, or I'm not sure yeah. if it helps with downloading and sharing. I would, this was my thought on this. If you want your guest to share it, which one are you more likely to share? The one that doesn't have your name in it or the one that does? And I went, when in doubt, stroke the ego of your guest and put their name in it. If nothing else, put it at the end. If it's somebody that, it kind of depends. Like if I said, I don't know, it's, I don't know. Um, um, Brad Gillis. Okay, great. Brad Gillis interviews on blah. blah, Nobody in this, unless you're a Night Ranger fan, nobody knows who Brad Gillis is in podcasting. But if I said, "Hey, I'm interviewing John Lee Dumas," okay, I definitely want that in there because everybody in podcasting has heard of John Lee Dumas. So, I, I but to me, if nothing else, I would say, you know, or what? What's the big takeaway? That's to me always the big thing that I always try to use with the uh, with a title. Is, you know, what is the takeaway from the episode? And then, so it might be Brad Gillis did this really cool thing, whatever kind of thing. Jim, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, no, definitely. We just had Ryan Parker on yeah. on uh, Home Gadget Geeks on Thursday night. And that, that'll <laughs> release sometime this weekend. But I definitely put Pro Chef Ryan Parker. Uh, I, you know, it's the right thing to do, I think, to get that guest, the guest name, regardless of who they are, if people know them, whatever. I if somebody's going to take their time to be on your show, put their name in the title. I I do it every single time, and I right or wrong is it the right SEO thing to do? I I don't care. I I think if you're going to if again if they're going to give you an hour of their time to be the guest, I think you put they think you definitely put their name in the title, and I always put it first. And I I don't do it for SEO. I do it because it's the right thing to do.
0: Yeah, and then. It goes back to, again, if the idea, a lot of people think if I can just get this guest, they'll share my stuff with their audience. Well, I don't expect that at all. Well, but if you want them to, you no, know, right, it, right. it's an easy way to,
2: to I have zero, Dave, I have zero expectation expectations on my guests sharing anything. I don't care. I want them for the content, not for their audience. Like I'm not interested in Ryan K. Parker's audience. Now, if some come over great, but I'm interested in him for my audience. Right. He, and by the way, we joked around on Thursday about him being a professional podcast guest because he's like, hey, I like doing this a lot better than I like <laughs> making the podcast. And and that's kind of fun. But if you like, if you, you know, in my case, he came on and talked about kitchen gadgets and it was dynamite. I mean, he is so good at what he does. And so for me, it made a great show. It's it's going to be one of my best ones in, in 2016. And I enjoyed doing it. It was just he and I. And, uh, it's a great way to, to promote your show and just get great content. So don't expect anything from them. If you get it, it's great. I always, I was on a couple of shows and, and I, I knew I'd gotten worked for that. Hey, if I have you on my show, you'll tweet it and all these other things. And I kind of got that. I got those emails in the back. Hey, you're going to tweet this kind of thing. Hey, oh, that's, it. that's oh, the you know, weird like, one. Oh, yeah. I know. I've been worked and that's okay. Right. That's, that's, that is fine. But hey, guys, invite your, Invite it for content. Get great guests for content. When you had Glenn the Geek on, Dave, Glenn didn't, I I don't know if he did or didn't, but for me, what made it a great interview is not that Glenn the Geek advertised and said, hey, this is great, you should come listen. It's he was an awesome guest, right? That's what sold the show, is he was an awesome guest. So take the pressure off your guests. Don't worry about them promoting for you. Just have them bring great content, it will promote itself.
0: That's it. Yeah, Daniel says, say my say my favorite quote um, of mine, which is it's not the size of the guest that brings the value. It's it's the value in the guest that makes them a great guest, which is exactly what you just said. Right and uh, speaking of great guests and great people, we should thank uh, Frank Brill, Dale Henninger, Stargate Pioneer, Jeremy Dennis, uh, Paul from exhds.com, uh, Rob Griffiths. Uh, bedtime FM Storytime. Uh, Mike from uh, ADHDThinkTank.com. Corey from IVNV, Envy. Jim Collison. Emily from ClassyPodcast.com. Or Classy Little Podcast. Help me, Emily. Um, you just have your Classy name. Little Podcast. Thank you. ClassyLittlePodcast.com, I'm assuming. Uh, Gary and Margaret from Kiwi Mana, Jason Bryan from Matt Talk Online. Dave Wilson, um, The Seahawkers Podcast. Craig from Inglay's Podcast. Um, speaking of, Glenn from uh, Horse Radio Network. And of course, Cody Saison. So um, thank you for being an awesome supporter. Um, I really did plan. Last night I had on my calendar, Dave catch up night on Friday, and I was going to finish the wall. I'm actually going to I'm I I loved Emily's idea of the cork thing. I'm glad I didn't hang these up because I have cork all over my guitar amplifier, which is what these are sitting on. They, They just get messy. And I'm like, you know what? We talked about this at the beginning of the show keep things simple. I'm just going to straighten them out and throw them on the wall and, and go that route. Um, but, uh, we do have some post show coming up. If you're, uh, listening, it sounds like we're ending the show. We're actually not, but, uh, find Jim over at, uh, the You can find me at school of podcasting.com. Registration will be open through the second week in July. And if you're at podcast movement, please, 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 please come see me and say, hi, I would look forward to uh, meeting you and, uh, I'll be back next week, and so will Jim to uh, talk about it. a little little post podcast movement. See you then.